We've done those fine tunings. We've released a lot of that 3 and 4D programming from like our teenage selves, our young adult selves, all that wounding from past relationships. It's been alchemized. We've expanded sort of beyond it. It's still part of our lessons and our experiences, but we've expanded beyond it. Our perspectives are shifted, which means we can access the frequencies of sacred union. Now, this does not just happen between two people. It can actually happen within you. And we talk about this all the time. The masculine and the feminine within you come into sacred union, which is embodied in a relationship where two people come together. Welcome to Activations with JJ, March 2024, monthly energy update. In today's episode, we'll be talking about the main energetic themes for this month, including increased dragon energy, embodiment and movement, and big shifts in our relationships. These are some fun topics to cover, and I can't wait to dive in. So let's get going. Greetings, my dear soul family. I am thrilled to be with you again for another monthly energy update. If you might just humor me for a moment, let's all just take a moment of silence (laughs) for what was January and February 2024. Woo! I think we need to do like a little cheer. So yay me (laughs) for, for getting through those I could say they were challenging. We could also say they were surprising. Some people might say they were fun in kind of an interesting way, but we're done. We're through that. The Year of the Dragon has officially launched a few weeks ago, this Lunar New Year energy. And I know that some of you are still acclimating to that incredible, powerful dragon energy that's been coming through. But let me tell you, I feel like the month of March is going to be some really big breakthroughs in your physical circumstances. What my guides have told me is that the energetics of January and February will be translated into the physical in March. Another funny thing is that my guides did not necessarily foresee January and February playing out the way they did. The way that I feel into it, it's almost like we took a little side trip because we needed to take care of some important things. Emotional body, that was one of the biggest ones. But I just feel like the guide said, well, I don't know if we need, if we should go in the direction we're headed without taking care of X, Y, and Z first. So that's why, honestly, a lot of Lightworkers didn't see what happened during February coming. It was kind of a blind spot for all of us, including our guides. They don't know everything, right? Like there's, they do, but they don't. There's so many timelines. The most probable timelines could be a variety. And so as we tune in, we try our best to bring through what is going to happen statistically Like the most, the majority of the statistics show us this is going to happen, but we don't always know. We don't always know. It was really funny as I sat down to create this message, okay, because (laughs) I sat there and I sort of have this little method of calling in the themes. And as I was sitting there, I remembered a visual that I had last month. For those of you who tuned in to my February monthly energy update, you might remember I said I had a vision 
that I was riding this wave of people, almost like a like a bucking bronco <laughs> type move. And it was going and we were going and I was holding on to it. I don't know that I was necessarily guiding it because it had like a like a harness and I had like like when you're um riding a horse. But I was I was there. I was on it. I was like, "Okay, guys." You know, and it felt like it was leading me more than I was leading it. And then all of a sudden as you guys remember, it went there was a screeching halt and we got the brakes put on. This was the whole tangent we went on, this whole side trip. Now we're back on this moving, shifting. I'm back on top of here and like trying to help guide and lead as I feel called to do. And it was really funny because this time when I asked my guides what the themes were, they said, are the themes creating the energy or is the energy creating the themes? And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) That's next level sovereignty. They said, well, you're a creator. You are all our creators. So you have a choice to determine what themes, what themes do you want to see? They said, we want to know what you want in March. Wow. Okay. So this is going to be a little assignment for all of you, right? If that threw you off, you're going to be like, wait, what? Wait, same thing. Just, you just pause. (laughs) Hang on, everybody. I want you, before I do this, before I keep going, if you're in a place where you can, I want you to push pause right now. It might ruin the algorithm or something, but I don't even care. Because get out a piece of paper and pick three themes that you want to be predominant during the month of March. What do you want to see happen? Because remember, are you creating the themes or are the themes creating you is the energy creating the themes or are the themes creating the energy Mm, just thinking about that okay so then I was like I felt super empowered and of course that's a huge theme for like forever sovereignty empowerment and so I'm trying to model this for you I know I have an influence we all do and so tuning into the collective our soul family I sort of asked all of you in the in the ethers to sort of go, okay, guys, let's round up. What, what do we want the themes to be? Like, what do we want to happen during this month? And that's where you heard me say at the beginning in the intro that March is about embodying what we did in January and February. So here's what's coming up for me, okay? And I'm really excited because there's some fun offerings I have launching in March, One of them is my annual Star Mother's Circle of Wisdom course. That is the course that began everything. That's where Star Mother's Worldwide was birthed. I can't believe it's been a year since we did that course. A whole year. And for those of you who were in that course, oh my goodness, we would love for you to join us again. This is another course very similar And those who are teaching the course are the global council members of Star Mothers Worldwide. It's got a really cool theme. So I'm not going to go too deep into it right now, but that is coming in March. That is definitely an energy coming through. Back to the energetic themes that I called in, that we called in. The first one came forward a little bit in February. 
Because what they said to me was all of this emotional body activation, you guys are all activating the 5D emotional bodies. And I had such an incredible time working with so many of you on that emotional body piece. I learned, I learned so much. I learned an immense amount of, of detail about that emotional body. It was really awesome. And in fact, so much of it applied to what we ended up doing in my Starseed Gridwork community with Gaia. Because Gaia is also activating her 5D emotional body. As above, so below. As within, so without. As within the collective, so within Gaia. As the larger planet. So that 5D emotional body piece taught me a lot about the grid work we were doing with Gaia. And there's tons there if you are not part of our Starseed grid work community because you're like, I don't know if I know anything about grid work. You do. You wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be in my soul family and you wouldn't be vibrating in a frequency similar to mine if you weren't some kind of grid worker because that's a big thing for me. So if, if you haven't jumped in there yet, I'm in there like every single day. If you want more touch points with me, if you enjoy my company <laughs> and my ramblings and my ramblings and my crazy light language and my crazy channelings and all the things I do, it's all the way in that in that community because I'm in there every day, like just throwing out to this beautiful group of friends and soul family. Hey, guys, what's going on? You know, this is coming up for me. That's coming up for me. It's really fun. So you got to come in there. So about this about this piece of relationships. I actually thought this was going to come in in February. And it's really funny because I had intended to do a relationships workshop with my partner, with my partner, Michael, and it didn't work out. And I was like, what's going on? And my guide said, oh, you guys aren't ready yet. No, 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 no. You all have to work on your own personal emotional bodies and mature them, activate them, upgrade them, in order to navigate this relationship piece, it's going to be really important. So be first things first. So guess what? Now that we're done with that, for the most part, and it's not just because you're done with it personally. It's because when we went through February, the collective received a full-on 5D emotional body upgrade. Whether or not you see it and everyone you know, I guarantee you it happened. It happened at like the level of the DNA and the light bodies. And the dragons helped, as you can probably imagine. So this relationship piece is something I'm going to be speaking about a little bit more in detail later on this month, not only on the podcast, but I also will be hosting this event in person in LA with my partner, Michael, and I'll be, that will be virtual. There'll be a virtual tickets available for that. Here's what the topic is. Here's the title that I called in, Sacred Union and relationship activation. And one of the reasons why I chose that is because I want to invite couples to attend, but it's not limited to couples. Because as many of you know, I've been reading the Magdalene Manuscript by Tom Kenyon. And if you are not already reading it, put that on your list or just get it, just start reading it. That is a huge theme for this month forward now that we've tweaked those emotional bodies and they're like upgraded we've done those fine tunings we've released a lot of that 3 and 4d programming from like our teenage selves our young adult selves all that wounding from past relationships it's been alchemized 
we've expanded sort of beyond it. It's still part of our lessons and our experiences, but we've expanded beyond it. Our perspectives are shifted, which means we can access the frequencies of sacred union. Now, this does not just happen between two people. It can actually happen within you. And we talk about this all the time. The masculine and the feminine within you come into sacred union, which is embodied in a relationship where two people come together. And in the Magdalene manuscripts, it talks about those two paths, both with a partner and on your own. So I wanted to create this event and this workshop to address people who are in relationships, people who want to call in relationships, and people who are good discovering this within themselves. So details will be coming out about that. You can actually check out the links below. I'm not going to go into too much more detail about the event, but you understand the concept. The concept is now that we have brought some new emotional bodies to the table, we're ready to navigate the sacred union piece. Hieros Gamos. If you do not know what that is, just Google it. It's a really fascinating topic. This is what Yeshua and Mary Magdalene embodied. Not just them, but many, many different guides and beings throughout time. So make sure that's on your radar for March. Number two is actually fully connected to the relationships piece. Because relationships are out in our physical world, right? Our relationship with our body, our relationships inside, but also with people. And then it comes into the physicality of this beautiful vessel in which we've been incarnated and working together with it. So huge theme for March is embodiment through movement, consistent movement. Last month, I challenged you all, kind of in a way, I don't know if it's an official challenge, to incorporate more daily ritual. And this month, I would like to invite you to incorporate more daily movement and embodiment practice into your rituals, if you are not already doing that. Like, get out there and sweat. Do some cardio. Lift some weights. Walk up and down some stairs. If you live somewhere where you can, go outside and do it. Because it won't be so boring, for one. <laughs> I always find that if I'm exercising outside, I do better. Running on a treadmill isn't really that fun. I don't love watching Netflix while I'm running. I like looking at nature while I'm running. I like appreciating Gaia while I'm running. But depending on the weather, that can always happen. So part of this whole thing, though, is also connected to last month's theme of inner child. So we're technically bringing in those two themes, daily ritual and inner child, into the embodiment and movement piece. So as you sit down intentionally, like if, if I could tell you anything after you listen to this, you deserve to tune into what you need, not just to receive from other people. And have them tell you what you need. You know yourself better than I do. So sit down with your journal. And come up with a game plan. I love this little saying. It's kind of funny. Most of you probably heard it. Uh, failure to plan is planning to fail. So if you plan ahead. 
and you write down your goals. You declare them to people you love. Maybe you have a supportive community like our Starseed grid work community where we have fun little, we have like little threads. We have a thread for our inner child. So you can go in there and be like, my inner child's so proud. And then everybody else can go and we validate your inner child, yay. Or my inner child's sad today or this or that. It's kind of a cool thing. And then we have another one that's just called energy of the day where you go in there and you get to say, hey, I did this embodiment practice or I decided to do this embodiment practice and everybody can also validate and witness you. We need that validation. We need that witnessing. It's super important right now. We are not meant to be a lone ship in the night just sailing along. We're meant to have community. That's been a theme, gosh, for the last six months. Go back and listen to my podcast episodes for the monthly energy updates of 2023. There were several times where community was very important. Community is still very important. So guess what? If you do this embodiment piece, go do it with a group or do it with a family member. I mean, simply going on a walk with a family member because you're bonding with your family member, you're connecting with them, and you're connecting with your body at the same time. I'm a real big proponent of multitasking. (laughs) That's how I get everything done. I mean, y'all know I have eight kids. I got a family I'm running with my partner and we're doing lots and lots of things, but I love multitasking and I believe I can do it because I'm multidimensional. Multidimensional people can really multitask. Ooh, I almost forgot one last thing about this embodiment piece. I really felt the word physical touch come in. How important it is to touch, you could touch your own body, right? Or physical touch with a partner. And it doesn't always have to be romantic, but physical touch. I feel like starseeds, when I see, when I, when I tune in across the world to starseeds, I'm seeing a lot of lonely people who do not get a lot of physical touch. And when people come into my sessions, I'll be completely honest. I can tell if that person has not received physical touch for a while. There's something about being in somebody else's field. Now, some of you might be frustrated when I say that because you don't know where to look for it. I would dare say animals, pets are a wonderful way to get some of that connection with another being and another soul. It will serve you and it will help you feel more embodied, more embodied. So there's that piece. Okay, I didn't want to forget that. Why? Are we being encouraged to do these embodiment practices? Well, it goes beyond what I've already discussed and it ties into the third theme, which is all around the dragons. There's a few different little subtopics about the dragons. One of them is the fact that our dragon light bodies are being activated and you're possibly and potentially feeling sore shoulders, neck, lower back, all, all down, up and down the spine. If that's you, it's, it's, you're not alone. It's, it's this whole dragon light body activation. That's what my guide said. I all of a sudden had it like neck issues, shoulder issues, and lower back issues. And I haven't had an issue forever. And I was like, what is going on? And they said, well, that's part of the dragon light body. The energy of the dragon light body primarily resides within the spine, right? Kundalini energy. You get this. This is not 
something that is, you know, a surprise to any of us. But that's a big piece of it. So if you're not moving and flexible, it's going to be a lot harder to integrate that body. Now, what else does this whole dragon piece involve? Well, there's one other thing. Well, there's two, actually. I, I came up with two. One is doing physical grid work to co-create with and awaken more dragons on the earth. So what was interesting is that I have my trip up, my upcoming retreats, which I'm so excited about. I cannot wait to see all of you in the UK, whether you're journeying there and meeting me there or whether you're from there. I'll be in Avebury with a Star Mothers retreat, but I have a workshop that is open to the public. Okay, and that's going to take place on May 3rd. I also have a grid work excursion in Glastonbury on May 4th. And what happened was, is last October when I went there, my guides, I, I, I was on the tour at the top and I was looking out and I could not see any awakened dragons. I saw a lot of dragons that were sleeping, but I couldn't really see all the way out to the sea, to the ocean. Those dragons I did see. And they were alert, <laughs> but the rest of them were dormant. I was like, what's going on? And I was like, am I supposed to, am I supposed to wake these dragons up or can I help? And they said, no, 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 not yet, not yet. So what I feel is one of the reasons I'm returning is to assist with the awakening of the dragons. And part of it's related to the lunar new year and this year of the dragons and et cetera, et cetera. All of you, no matter where you live, no matter what part of the world you are in, you may also feel the call from your guides to begin to go out and about hiking wherever you go on the ocean and call out to these dragons and help them wake up. Some of you might use light language to do that. Some of you might bring crystals and place them in certain areas of the land or the water. And those crystals will be like little capsules that wake up the dragons too and emit this energy. So that's a really fun concept to consider. If you want to be diving into all this grid work stuff, we have a whole thread in my Starseed Gridwork community called Physical Gridwork, where people are taking pictures of where they're out and about doing grid work in the world. And we're learning. Like, I don't know everything there is to know about grid work per se, but we're all learning. We're exchanging ideas. It's really, really cool. The third piece connected to the dragons that came forward was kind of weird. I was like, wait, did I hear that right? And the word was angelic energy. The reason is because I think many of us misunderstand who and what the dragons are. Because a lot of people connect to a particular type of dragon that is connected to Draco. And in my February live monthly energy update that I offer for the community, I actually also offer that to the public if you want to just test out what it's like to be in the community and so you can find a link to the March update below but it's a live energy update I do and it's 90 minutes pretty intense but at the last one in February the dragon said that we don't fully understand who they are most people don't and there's a lot of programming around the word dragon in fact they encourage us to use another language like Chinese the Chinese uh, word and so it's really cool to see how they're trying to help us deprogram and release because the dragons and the angels are very, very close in 
frequency. Many of you uh, have read Sophia Code. You've got the Sophia Seraphim dragons. So the Seraphim and the dragons, super closely connected. If you are feeling more angelic energy than normal, it's, it's intertwined with this dragon piece. Start to consider other ways dragons look and feel than you think you see pictures of. Because I've channeled through the AI art, I've channeled pictures and my guides will be not quite right, not quite right. Nope, nope, tweak that, tweak that. And, and the AI doesn't even have, like I just don't think it has a full grasp of what a dragon could look like either. So I'm trying to think of new ways to say it. Seraphim is a great way to say it. And some of these dragons are these very high frequency, like I said, angelic or galactic or cosmic dragons. Now, the ones you see and find on Earth, the earthy dragons, they do look more like we've seen depicted predominantly. But, but don't fixate on the way you think they look. Open yourself to other ways they might come to you. Tune into what you feel as angelic energy because it might actually end up being dragon energy. These primordial beings that are literally were born at the very beginning of creation. So you have source and you have the dragons and the angels right there. I mean, they were the first to come forward after source decided that it wanted to experience itself. After the feminine and masculine split, then you've got these frequencies. And as source wanted to experience itself, it also wanted to experience new frequencies. So it allowed itself to drop its frequency which some people like you hear the word fallen angel but it's literally intentionally dropping a frequency because you cannot experience certain things at certain frequencies you can't experience the physical body we have at certain frequencies because if you did you would literally blow up the cells in your body if you were vibrating at that higher frequency so as, as much as we tend to judge oh it's high frequency oh it's low vibe Eh, source doesn't really see it that way. Everything has its purpose, uh, low or high or in between. It's all just new experiences and ways to interact with, with matter and this beautiful creation that we are a part of. We've both created and we are in. <laughs> so kind of that paradox there. So that is my final topic. Dragons, dragons, dragons. I don't know if that topic's going to go away anytime soon, but I'm really excited to have you listen to our February channeled message and light language activation. Some of you might remember that last month I did a channeled message and light language activation from Mother Mary, and this month it will be from the dragons. Big surprise. So again, you can watch for that in the next couple of days. I usually publish that right after I do our monthly energy update, this one. Friends, I am so grateful for you and all the ways that we co-create. I would love, love, love to see you in our Starseed Gridwork community so I can get to see you and your face and get to know you and you can share with me and I can share with you. It's a beautiful community. It's growing every day. I have 12 incredible grid workers in there supporting the community we have three monthly gatherings okay and then we also have my free channel q a which anybody could join so if you don't know what i'm all about and you've never been to a gathering you can actually watch my january monthly uh channel q a right there on youtube so hey 
I'm offering that to you. It's a fun time. I channel lots of different energies. And if you come live, you get to ask me questions. You could potentially have your question answered or you can get a personalized reading. So all the info is below. If you want to see what's new, what's up and coming, any one-on-one opportunities, which I will have this month, they are going to be related to the theme of sacred union and relationship activation. Yay. You can check out my website, follow me on Instagram. And if you are not already a part of my email list, you will get sneak previews of all of these things. And it's it's a nice way to get advance notice of one-on-one opportunities so that you can sign up before all of the spots are gone. All right, my friends, we are here. We are at the end of this beautiful episode, our March episode. So remember, are the themes creating the energy or is the energy creating the themes? And you get to create those themes, by the way. And you get to create that energy and you get to create that reality. So remember my assignment. Sit down after you listen to this and decide what you want your March 2024 to look like. So be it. And so it is. I'm sending you so much love, reminding you that I am you and you are me and we are we. Until next time, beautiful souls.